What's up, guys? My name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. So guys, once again, thanks for everyone who tuned in this week. And the focus and topic of this week's episode on the Sunday Recovery Podcast is going to be hobbies. So today we're going to talk all about hobbies, going to go over the importance of hobbies, especially in early recovery, going to go over developing hobbies, differentiating between hobbies and self-improvement, because there is definitely a difference, although these two areas can most certainly overlap. I'm going to talk about picking back up old hobbies, which has been a huge one for me in my journey of recovery so far. I'm going to touch on interests and free time and, you know, how to best go about scheduling time for your hobbies and just making the most out of your free time in a way that brings you value. So just to start things off, I want to talk about the importance of hobbies. So in early recovery, being able to develop hobbies is extremely important. And for me, the most important thing about developing hobbies is to avoid boredom. Um, And, you know, for me, I speak from my experience of, you know, substance abuse, drug addiction. And when I first got clean and sober, a big thing that I ran into was boredom. And boredom has always been, it still is today, a very big trigger for me. You know, if I'm sitting around, I don't have anything going on, I'm not sure what to do with my time, you know, it's always super triggering because throughout my active addiction and throughout my, you know, time in active substance abuse, that is how I spent all my time. So, you know, when I first got clean, I, it's, you know, the way I like to describe it is I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, all of my free time used to be spent indulging in um, the use of substances, Um, whether that be going out to parties, going out to bars, just hanging out in social settings. For me, it was all focused around substances and the usage of substances. So when I first got clean, I remember moving into the recovery house and there was a little bit of time before I got my uh, first job uh, after I got clean and which was just waiting tables at a restaurant. But, you know, for those two weeks before I got that job, you know, outside of the um, 12-step meetings I would go to, you know, outside of spending time with the guys in the house, you know, talking about recovery, um, reading literature, reading books, whatever that may be, 
you know, I was definitely bored and I would catch myself, you know, sitting at the house, like just not having anything going on, not having anything to do. And for whatever reason, probably because I was so used to, you know, being in active addiction for so long, anytime I was bored, my mind would just start drifting towards thoughts of using. And I've also noticed this for, you know, other things. For example, for me, I also, you know, in high school, I had a leg injury um, during senior year of football season, and I couldn't go to practices. You know, I couldn't really play for a couple weeks. And I just remember being, you know, outside of, you know, school and outside of spending time with family, I just remember being bored and wishing that, you know, I had something to do. So um, this definitely isn't just an issue for, you know, recovering drug addicts or people recovering from, you know, some sort of substance. It's uh, definitely, it can definitely go on into other areas of recovery as well. And for me, being in that state of boredom and getting those triggers, it was very quick for me to realize, okay, I need to, you know, find some way to spend my time while I'm waiting for this new job. Um, and once I got the job, it definitely, you know, it definitely helped out a ton. I started working a ton of hours, you know, I was working like 56 hours a week when I first started and mainly that was just to keep me busy. But, you know, just like everything else, you know, working like that, I got burnt out really quick. So I feel that it is super important to be able to develop hobbies of, you know, certain activities or things that I can do during my free time in order to minimize boredom and maximize the value I get out of my spare time. You know, and by spare time, I mean time outside of work, time outside of, you know, doing things that are involved in self-improvement. So exercise, for a lot of people, I hear them say that exercise is a hobby of theirs. Um, you know, for me, I don't necessarily view exercise as a hobby because, you know, I view exercise as something that I'm doing on a regular basis to actively improve myself. So, you know, improve my physical health which in turn allows me to greatly improve my mental health. Um, I feel like for me, when I think of hobbies, you know, I think about it as something that I just enjoy doing, something that I get value out of spending my time doing. So when I was in first and early recovery, I remember spending a lot of time watching television, you know, just watching Netflix, other streaming services, watching TV, watching a bunch of movies, and it got to the point for me where, you know, even that stuff, you know, even watching TV every day or movies, that stuff began to get boring for me because I didn't really feel like it was a hobby. You know, I wasn't passionate about it. You know, I'm not like uh, like a film critic or, you know, a big film buff. So it's not like I was, you know, really getting a ton of value or enjoyment out of it. I was using it as something to pass the time. And that leads me right to my next point, which is hobbies aren't just a way to pass the time. They aren't just a way to get out of being bored. You know, hobbies are actually something that you look forward to spending time on. You know, it's a way to enjoy your free time. And yes, they help you from not being bored, but it's definitely a lot more than just avoiding boredom. Um, so for me, the importance of hobbies is it's in a nutshell, it's really to develop positive, you know, ways to spend my free time in ways that bring me joy, happiness, um, excitement, you know, they actively engage my brain, you know, they cause me to think, you know, maybe it's something like, you know, working on a project, making music, um, you know, doing something with my hands like artwork, 
writing, all of these, these things are, you know, hobbies of mine that definitely engage me. And so I just feel like the engagement factor is, you know, it's a really big piece of the importance of hobbies. And as far as recovery goes, you know, the importance of it is, for me, I spent all my time during active addiction, only I was only ever focused on one thing, and that was getting the next substance, the next fix, whatever you want to call it. And so for me now that I'm clean and sober, you know, I have to be able to fill up my life today in more positive ways. You know, I have free time now, which was never a thing during my active addiction because it was always like I was always on go mode. You know, where can I get the next one? You know, what party can I go to? What bar can I go to? Whatever it was at the at the time, whatever it was in the moment, whatever it, it was that day. And now in my life, you know, I've been realizing that I want to have some sort of fulfilling activity or passion sort of project that I can do outside of work, outside of, you know, actively working on improving myself. So I believe that developing hobbies can be kind of hard at first. It can definitely be challenging. Um, I know for me, I kind of, the best thing that helped me getting started in developing new hobbies was trying to get back to my roots. So really trying to think of what it was that I truly enjoyed doing. You know, if I could do one thing, you know, for the rest of my life, you know, if money was an issue, you know, I hear that question all the time, like, you know, if money wasn't a, a concept, like, what would you do? You know, if there weren't anything is paying your bills or, you know, having to pay for anything at all, what would you do with your time? And trying to think about that, it truly helped me develop um, some new hobbies um, since I got clean and sober. Um, and a big one for me, well, clearly a big one for me has been starting this podcast up. But another big one for me has been reading and drawing, trying to get back into, you know, arts. And I used to love drawing. I remember being a kid in elementary school, I would make these comic books, um, you know, I would be in art clubs and stuff like that. And, you know, it was kind of something that I lost as I grew older. And I, you know, started developing my addiction, you know, there really wasn't time for me to be drawing or, you know, spending any time on art, because, you know, my mind was shaped in a different way. And so thinking about stuff like that, thinking about what I used to love to do as a little kid, it really, really helped me um, kind of, you know, pick back up some old hobbies and even develop new hobbies along those same lines. Um, I've been getting really into making music in my free time, you know, working on the podcast, you know, just certain projects like that stuff that you can work on. And I feel that it's really important to be able to differentiate between hobbies and self-improvement. It's really easy for me to think of stuff like, oh, like, you know, reading like self-help books or like reading, um, like articles on, you know, mental health or like tips to improve, you know, improve yourself, um, working on stuff like going to the gym, going for runs, um, reading, reaching out to people that are also in recovery, you know, trying to expand my knowledge. I feel like all of these things, I view them as hobbies because I'm doing them outside of work. But for me, I think it's important to make that distinction between, you know, hobbies. Yes, they can be really involved in self-improvement, but they don't have to be. And there's also stuff that I do, you know, towards self-improvement and towards bettering my mental health 
that isn't necessarily a hobby. For instance, just one thing that jumps to mind for me is, you know, I see a therapist and I try to engage in self-help groups and uh, like a support network. Um, so just having conversations, going to meetings where, you know, I can speak and share open openly about whatever it is. You know, I definitely don't think of talking to my therapist as a hobby, but I'm doing it outside of work, you know, and I'm doing it. I get a whole lot of value out of it. It's a great way for me to, you know, spend some of my free time that I may have. And another thing is also like just spending time with friends um, and trying to reconnect and, you know, stay up to date with some relationships. For me, not too long ago, a little over a month ago, I moved from the eastern shore of Maryland out to Virginia, you know, and I've been like building a new support network out here and it's been going really well. Um, but I'm still trying to, on a daily basis, you know, reach out to my friends back on the Eastern Shore of Maryland and, you know, continue to have those relationships, you know, continue to check in on my friends, allow them to hear what's going on with me and, you know, just a back and forth of asking for advice, giving advice, that sort of thing. And that ends up taking up a lot of my free time and a lot of my spare time. Um, but I don't view that as a hobby. I don't necessarily think that's a hobby. So I think the, for me, the main difference is, you know, hobbies are something that I just, you know, they don't necessarily have to be something that in particular, you know, makes me a better person or, you know, improves who I am. It can just simply be something that I really enjoy doing. And the big one for that is like, you know, making music, like, you know, making music doesn't necessarily improve me, you know, by making a song today. I'm not going to be a better person than I was yesterday, but, you know, just the act of doing it, it allows me to, you know, find enjoyment and a little bit of happiness and it allows me to spend some of my free time not worrying or not thinking about, you know, other important stuff that I have going on in my life, whether that be, you know, stuff with work, stuff with, you know, relationships, stuff that might give me uh, like some sort of stress because, not necessarily stress, but some sort of like, you know, maybe anxiety and uh, just a little, it might take me away from, you know, being able to enjoy my free time if I'm worried about something else. Or if I'm like forcing myself to, you know, constantly set reminders for me or like, oh, I have to do this. I have to worry about this. I forgot about this. You know, I can kind of get outside of that if, you know, I have a little free time and maybe I just want to spend it on making music today. And um, so I think it's really important to, be able to find that within yourself. It's been a big thing for me. I've, you know, I've kind of gotten back into video games a little bit. Um, and video games are, you know, something that I use. I used to play a little bit of games, but I was never a big gamer. Um, but it's, you know, it's helped me to kind of just, you know, have some fun um, in my free time, you know, in the evenings, um, just kind of get engaged in, you know, a good game. One of my favorite games is The Last of Us. You know, I could play that game over and over and over. And another thing for me is like doing fantasy football is a big hobby of mine. Um, you know, watching live sports, you know, watching college football. I'm super excited that, you know, the season's coming back up and, you know, it started up again. So just stuff like that. I definitely feel like it can greatly improve my, you know, day-to-day, day-to-day basis. Um, and so one thing that, that kind of leads me into my next point is, you know, being able to set a schedule, set a routine. And, you know, I hear it all the time from people like, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours. So, you know, there's no 
There's no such of a true excuse of, oh, I didn't have time for that. You did have time for that. You know, you just spent that time doing something else. And I used to use this all the time. A big example for me was the podcast. You know, I really wanted to start a podcast. I really wanted to get into the hobby of, you know, recording an episode every week, you know, putting them out on Sundays, you know, talking to people, having people come on the show, you know, doing episodes by myself when I, you know, couldn't find anyone, that sort of thing. And I used to just tell myself over and over, you know, okay, I'm going to try and do it this weekend. You know, I'm going to try and start it up this Friday, stuff like that. And then the weekend or that Friday would roll around and I would say, oh, I don't have time. You know, I don't think I'll be able to get it done in an hour. And so I would, you know, keep pushing it off because I didn't have enough time. But in reality, I was just spending that time doing other stuff and not focusing on developing a hobby. And then, you know, I'd have, you know, I would have free time almost every day. I have some sort of free time. Um, Some days it's longer than others. You know, I have way more free time on the weekends. But even during the week, I still have free time. And, you know, because I kept telling myself, like, I don't have time to do the podcast. You know, I need to set aside like a chunk of like three hours when I can really get it done. I started noticing how, you know, each day I would have a little bit of free time, maybe an hour, maybe two hours. And I would spend it like just like watching Netflix or like watching a movie or like, you know, just scrolling through reels on Instagram. And, um, you know, all of those things could be viewed as hobbies. Um, But, it you know, it wasn't really something I really wanted to be doing. You know, like no one really says like, oh, I just want to lay in my bed and watch Instagram reels for an hour straight. You know, but I would catch myself doing that. Because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't already started the podcast and I hadn't, you know, I didn't have something that I could work on a little bit here and there, you know, whether it be, you know, putting together a quick outline or trying to record an intro or outro or trying to reach out to people and find them as guests, all that sort of thing, you know, working on the social media aspect of it. It just got to the point where I was like, you know what, I just need to start it. You know, I had a couple hours uh, Thursday afternoon, I think, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and record an episode. It's okay if I don't finish the first episode. You know, I can do it in a couple different sit downs. And for me, this was huge to be able to, you know, just start budgeting out some free time and start putting it into my schedule rather than just, you know, using my free time in whatever I could in that moment. Um, And it allowed me to be able to just focus and uh, feel like, you know, feel like I had achieved something I'd been wanting to do for a considerable amount of time. You know, I've been wanting to start the podcast up for a while. And now it's a really big hobby of mine. And I get a ton of enjoyment out of it. And, you know, I'm honestly so thankful I'm sitting here right now doing it. You know, I'm smiling because for me, it's kind of therapeutic, right? You know, when I discuss certain topics and like for instance especially with hobbies this this sort of stuff brings me back to times when I was super bored and like you know thinking about wanting to you know go back to using or stuff like that just because I didn't know how to spend my time Um, but you know today I'm able to actively choose to spend my time doing stuff that interests me and another big thing that really helped me was talking to other people um, you know, reaching out and kind of asking other people like, what what are your hobbies? You know, what are you into? What interests you? And a big thing that helps me on a daily basis is, you know, connecting with people over hobbies. You know, I know several guys that really enjoy making music 
and, you know, connecting with them, talking to them about that is it's awesome. And it kind of motivates me in turn to then, you know, work on my own projects, work on my own music, work on developing my own skills, you know, work on stuff like the podcast, like a project. And I feel being able to kind of just reach out and be honest about it, right? For me, it was at first, it was really hard because I would, you know, I would feel kind of embarrassed to tell someone like, hey, man, look, I'm super bored right now. I don't know what to do with my time. I used to get, you know, I used to just use substances 24 seven. So like now that I'm not doing that anymore, I don't know what to do on a Friday night. And, you know, just by opening up and being honest about that, it allowed me to get back into doing stuff like, you know, like bowling, you know, just playing golf again, you know, sports or, you know, exercise in, you know, not necessarily just a gym setting like by myself, like working, but like, you know, exercise from like, you know, helping someone out with a project at their house or, you know, working on like yard work, like doing, you know, like doing, doing gardening work with my grandfather, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like the honesty part about it is what really allowed me to kind of, you know, in essence, make a breakthrough is like, you know, like realizing that when I'm bored, I don't just have to sit in it. You know, I'm not the only person on planet earth that ever feels boredom. And um, a lot of times if I reach out to someone and I'm like, Hey man, I'm bored. What do you got going on? You know, Often the case is, oh, man, I don't have anything going on. You want to come over and watch the game or, you know, you want to come over and cook dinner. You want to go out for food and just talk and catch up. Like, do you want to come over and play a game of chess? And it's really allowed me to, you know, get back into kind of having a community, a community and a network of people that I can, you know, spend time with outside of just work or meetings or super recovery central stuff because I find I find a lot of times that you know if I'm doing the same thing day in and day out you know without any you know really a routine of like other stuff coming in it's, it's just the same you know the same main focus that's when I can like really get caught up in the boredom and it and it allows me to kind of like space out activities um like you know if all I focus on is work 24 7 you know, I kind of noticed my productivity going down a little bit, just for example, like if, if, you know, I work eight hours and I go home and I'm just still on my computer doing work related stuff until I go to sleep, you know, the next morning when I get up and go to work, you know, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, here I am back at the office, back grinding again, back doing work. You know, there was no time in between for me to kind of reset, you know, have my energy go towards something else. And then the next morning be able to say, okay, sweet, I'm back at the office, now it's work mode again. And for me, that goes into the whole concept of like getting burnt out. Like for me, it's super important to be able to have things that I'm super passionate about, things that I really enjoy doing, hobbies, to be able to find more of a balance in my life. And it goes, it goes into all aspects of my life. You know, the more I have balance, the more I'm able to enjoy everything. You know, the more time I spend on one thing, you know, the more I'm able to enjoy spending time on another thing and knowing that I have, you know, multiple avenues generating me enjoyment and positivity, it makes me feel more well-rounded. It makes me feel like I can be more helpful to people if I have, you know, if I'm in a better mood, if I have more uh, positivity and I'm in a more optimistic state of mind. 
And I feel like all of these things can truly come about from developing hobbies. And the, the main thing that I would say, like my main piece of advice for anyone that's trying to, you know, they're struggling with boredom or they're struggling with watching too much TV, spending too much time on social media, or just kind of like mindless activities that aren't really bringing them the enjoyment that they want to get out of their free time. You know, I would say just sit down and try and think about the times or the activities or, you know, whatever it may be that, you know, brought you the most joy. Like, what are some of your fondest memories? Um, For me, when I think about that, you know, some of my fondest memories are sports, you know, winning a big game or, you know, just practicing, having a great time with my teammates. And so that's allowed me to, you know, get back into stuff like playing golf, going out bowling. Um... And another thing for me is skiing, you know, a lot of my greatest memories come from skiing. And so that's, you know, really gotten me back into, you know, just skiing. I'm super pumped for this winter. going to be planning a trip out to Colorado. And, um, but yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is try and honestly sit down with yourself and think about what has made you the happiest in the past. You know, what activities do you remember the, the fondest? And then how can you do those activities more often? You know, how can you play a sport more often? Maybe that's like a pickup soccer league or, you know, a pickup flag football league near you. Um, You know, how can you get back into writing or drawing or painting or making music? You know, like instead of just sitting down and, you know, having the mindset of, oh, well, I only have 30 minutes here. Oh, I only have an hour here. You know, I really don't have any time to, you know, start and finish something. How can you, you know, begin a hobby that allows you to work a little bit on it here and there? Um, A really good friend of mine that's also in recovery is big into like miniatures. So like Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of those, but they're they're basically fantasy games. But he builds and puts together like miniatures that are like these really intricate, you know, action pieces like, you know, fighters, warriors like and he puts these pieces together and paints them. And it's like he gets so much enjoyment out of it. And he has awesome setups, you know, set up like a whole battlefield. Um, he gets pretty sweet pictures of them. You know, he does videos and stuff like that. And you know, he's able to, you know, if he has like an hour of free time, you know, he's able to just sit down and work on painting like a armored truck or something like that, for example. And he doesn't have to finish it. And he's not going to feel upset if he doesn't get it done in that hour. But you know, he gets happiness from knowing that he spent that hour doing something he actually enjoys and is entertained by rather than just kind of zoning out and scrolling on his phone for that hour. Um, So I think it's super important to try and frame your mind into, you know, what is it that I really enjoy doing and how can I set myself up to be able to spend a little time here doing that or a little time here doing that. And then on like the weekends, the weekends is a big time for me to be able to, you know, work on the podcast, get into, you know, art, music, reading, writing, you know, working on some of my projects that I have going on the side. And so, yeah, in essence, I just want to leave you guys with the, you know, just know that there's nothing wrong with being bored. It's a total natural human experience. 
And next time you're bored, just try and reach out to someone, see what they have going on, see if there's any way that you can connect with them on a, you know, a centralized interest, you know, ask them how they get into doing that, you know, maybe try and find some sort of convention or conference on something you really enjoy, try and meet people that have similar interests and just try and find whatever it is that interests you and how you can spend your time doing that activity. It's been a huge thing for me and it's something that I'm working on every day is trying to further develop my hobbies and you know get away from the, the mindset of, oh, I'm just bored, I don't know what to do. Um, because everyone has the same amount of time. You know, if I don't have time to do one thing, I'm spending it doing something else. And, you know, if I don't have time to sit down and read a book that I'm really into, you know, maybe that's because I spent my time watching Netflix, you know, and then felt, you know, felt like I wasted my time after. And so trying to find something that when I finish doing it or when my little bit of free time is up, you know, I feel positive and happy and I feel like I enjoyed spending that time doing that one activity. But yeah, so that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. I want to say thanks again to everyone who tuned in. Um, a lot of stuff coming up in the future. I've got big plans coming up for the next couple episodes. And uh, so I'm just really excited to continue on with this hobby of mine. Um, so once again, if everyone, you know, if you got anything out of this episode, please give us a like and a follow, you know, share with some friends, share with your family and share with anyone else who you think might gain value from this. Um, and I hope everyone has a great day and a great week and I will see you all next Sunday. Thanks again.